This is a Core Consult RX flash briefing. Using a beta agonist, whether it's a short-acting like albuterol or a long-acting like selmeterol or oladaterol, is, is a very common practice in treating patients with COPD. And a lot of times, especially in patients that have had frequent exacerbations, you'll see that a LABA, a long-acting beta agonist, is used in combination with a LAMA, a long-acting muscarinic antagonist. But oftentimes, patients that have COPD have other comorbidities as well. And what if one of those comorbidities is a cardiovascular disease that requires the use of a beta blocker? Some try to avoid that combination altogether, so they try not to use beta blockers in anyone that is taking a LABA. And others will just try to use a selective beta blocker. So if a beta blocker for a cardiovascular disease is being used on a beta-1 receptor, obviously we can use a beta-2 agonist for uh, dilation of the lungs and bronchioles. And that is a solution if that's something that you're worried about. But what about in a disease state, let's say heart failure? where we know that carvedilol is kind of the go-to beta blocker, especially if we're trying to get the blood pressure lowered as well because it's an alpha beta blocker, but it's also non-selective. Uh, and so is labetalol for that matter. So both of our alpha beta blockers are non-selective. So basically the question boils down to is how serious is the risk using a non-selective beta blocker with a LABA? There was a cohort study published in CHEST in January 2018 that took patients from the Tanato Research Program, which was basically looking at patients being treated on teotropium and oladaterol, uh, which is the trade name Stialto, versus patients who were being treated on just teotropium, Spiriva, or being treated on oladaterol by itself, which is Strabarity. And the cohort was looking at these patients and who were taking beta blockers at baseline and how it affected basically their outcomes at the end of the study. And what they found is that there was no difference in lung function, whether or not the patients were taking a beta blocker or not. And that was true for both trough FEV1 and trough FVC at 24 and 52 weeks. And another thing that they looked at was the transition dyspnea index, and there was also no difference between patients taking a beta blocker or not taking a beta blocker. And so the authors concluded that the respiratory status and safety of the lama lava was not predicated on the use of a beta blocker in any of their patients. And this does reflect some of the other data that's been presented. So basically, if you have a patient that needs to be on a beta blocker and it's already being treated with a LABA, you can use a selective beta blocker if you want, but there's probably no reason to specifically use a selective beta blocker, and in some cases a non-selective may actually be more beneficial if it's one that we have cardiovascular outcome data with it. But that's enough for today. Go check out the cohort study that was published in CHEST in January 2018.